We look forward every year to this day and this celebration as one of the handful of the most important and most special days uh, of any year. This is a day of remembrance, for me a day of re reminders, and one which uh, I anticipate eagerly, uh, starting well in weeks in advance of its arrival. For me, it's always a day to be reminded of true greatness that only occasionally walks among us on this earth. In our age, it is fashionable for some people to attempt to deny or disparage greatness, uh, to, uh, I think, in a way, to compensate for their own smallness of character or achievement by trying to bring down or impugn the accomplishments of those very few uh, truly unique people who have been among us. But you can't deny, you can't, as they say, deconstruct Martin Luther King any more than you could Washington or Lincoln or any more of any of those other and the few that we, uh, Hall of Fame Americans and great leaders that have we've been privileged to know or to learn about. Martin Luther King was a humble man as his faith instructed him to be, but he was a great man by any measure. And we are reminded today, not, not that any of us can be that great, but that we can all be greater than we are. And that we should never stop trying to imitate those, emulate those very, very few of whom he was one, who show us what largeness of spirit great courage, the finest human attributes can be. This is why our young people must study Martin Luther King and other people of his ilk, and why we must always have days like this, bring ourselves back to an appreciation of him and the qualities that he represented as almost no one else has. For me today, each year is, an, is a day to remind ourselves of the centrality of faith religious faith to what Dr. King accomplished and really what this nation uh, has accomplished and represented to the world. You can no more explain Dr. Martin Luther King when leaving out his religious faith than you could explain the abolition movement, which was born in the churches of this country. Then you could explain the very freedoms that are written into our Constitution every one of them grounded in a faith which first said to the world, there is no Jew nor Greek, no man or woman, all one under God. And that's the goal that Martin Luther King spoke to and, and personified more than any person maybe we have known in our lifetimes, those of us who are old enough to have, to have known him at all. Among the quotes and he left us so many, but among those I've always treasured and reread often, he said, I decided early to give my life to something eternal and absolute, not to the little gods that are here today and gone tomorrow, but to God, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Words like absolute are out of fashion with some people in this world of ours. We are sometimes told that nothing's absolute, it's all relative, each his own. Dr. King never believed that. 
He believed in a God who was eternal and absolute and therefore gave his life um, to that God and followed that God to the remarkable achievements that, for which we remember and revere him now. So every Martin Luther King Day is, um, is to me uh, among the most special on the calendar, but I must say this one probably is the most special of all for an obvious reason. In five days, next Tuesday, America will reach a great moment, a great passage with the election of our first African-American president. And this in so many ways is the fulfillment of the dream that Martin Luther King had in his heart and which he inspired in the hearts of millions. Um, so many people have said, we've all heard this over and over, many have thought, never thought I'd live to see the day. We have lived to see the day. Um, you know, what a remarkable thing happened in November. Now just note, for any sad soul out there, any pathetic person who might have voted against our new president because of his heritage, there were dozens who voted for him because of that and because they wanted to see this breakthrough happen. Just do the math. For every African-American who voted for our new president, there were three or four or five white Americans who voted for this president. They were saying many things, and each had, I'm sure, his or her own set of reasons, but common denominator to many was, we, we are one. We, we do look not to the color of skin, but to the content of character. It is time for America to put this, this, these problems behind us. And it will be a momentous and a wonderful thing now, Dr. King said on more than one occasion to audiences, I may not get there with you. Like Moses, he knew that his calling might be simply to lead from the wilderness to the within sight of the promised land, but not to have the privilege to cross over. And he did not live to see next Tuesday. But other great warriors of his cause did. There were Joshua's, and one of them is going to speak to us in a little while. I just want to say to Bill Crawford, I, I think it's so right that you were asked to be our, our real speaker today. Um, and I'm happy for you I, and for all those like you who put in so much time and so many years, showed so much bravery of your own and are among the Joshua's who are able to actually cross over and see this, this landmark that is in front of us. So I look forward to many more such celebrations and there will be three, I guess, in which I get to participate in this way and um, I'll try to have something of importance to say on each of those, but I don't think any one of those King Days or commemorations will quite match this one, given the timing. It's cold outside, but our hearts are warm 
in the remembrance of this greatest of Americans and of the uh, events which he gave birth to, which are about to come to pass just days from now. Thank you very much.